I am Araceli, a wealth advisor, real estate investor in the United States and Canada, and creator of Wealthy Women in Real Estate. Every week, I meet with Colette, a real estate broker and a real estate investor in Canada. We come together to talk about all things real estate investing and how to increase your wealth. Join us. Welcome, everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and Real Estate Investor in Canada and the U.S. And today in my chat with Colette, we have a very special guest and we'll have a question that we're going to be answering. Colette, can you introduce yourself? Tell us what we're talking about and our guest as well. Sure. I hope I can do all that. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Colette Rava. I am a residential real estate broker in the GTA. I don't know if I talk too fast. Anyway, hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, we love to hear your questions. We love to have you subscribe and uh, comment and ask us your questions because this is why we're here to answer your questions. So today we have the lovely Lavinia and she's a mortgage broker. She will tell you a little bit more about herself. Uh, we love Lavinia because she's uh, very well-versed in numbers and uh, helping people figure out what's the, not just what mortgage is best, but which way to borrow is the best. So she can give you advice if, if you need a HELOC, if you need uh, um, a lender, B lender, all that stuff that is, you know, mortgage speak. Sometimes it's overwhelming. It can be, but with Lavinia, she will help you through the process. She's very easy to talk to and ask questions. So uh, welcome Lavinia. And today's subject is what's the difference between last year and this? We have so many questions, but let's just start with that. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Thank you for having me. And hi, everyone. Okay, so to start off, as we all know, mortgage rates have increased a lot, right? So to put things into perspective, if you're in a fixed mortgage, fixed rate mortgage, it's not affecting you right now until your mortgage comes up for renewal, right? If you're in a variable rate mortgage and with a variable payment, because there are lenders who have a variable rate mortgage with a stat or fixed payment. So if yeah. you have a, if you're in a variable rate mortgage with a variable payment, then definitely you have been, you know, your mortgage would have in your mortgage payments would have increased. Right. Yeah. So coming to the point that you had mentioned, Colette, comparing rates today as compared to what they were last year, for example, if a client was in, say, has a mortgage for about a, a million dollars, right? Yes. Rates yeah. last year were around maybe two, two and a half percent. And so their payments last year would have been around $3,900, right? Okay. The same million dollar mortgage today, if a person was going to buy, if they were going, if they were getting a mortgage for a million dollars with the rates today, the payment is close to around five thousand seven hundred dollars right so so a lot depends on uh, exactly that is and the difference. way we qualify the client as well is it's a contract rate that's the rate that they're actually paying plus two okay. percent right which and that's means even, two, that's been a few years now right that they yes yes and so uh, so basically because last year we would have had to qualify them that's what we call the stress test right right so it stresses a, you out 
<laughs> right. So today, if a client is buying, we have to qualify them on, say, a set. If they are the rate that they are going to pay, which we call the contract rate, right, is is say five and a half percent. We have to qualify them on a seven and a half percent. Well, can I just say something uh, as far as like history? history lesson here. Yes. So let's say I got my mortgage two years ago at 2% and the stress test at that point was uh, 4%. And now let's say I'm paying 5% mortgage rate. I was, uh, I was, you know, the way the bank or the way the lender um, assessed me was based on that 4%. So now if I know I can't pay that 5%, that's why the market has changed, in my opinion. Very, you know, like you, you'll see this in much more expensive homes where the mortgage rate obviously has put maybe the person who's own, or the family that's owning the house over the top and they can't afford their mortgage anymore. So even though you're stressed out about this stress test, thinking, okay, like I, I really, you know, I'm not sure if I can even qualify at that plus 2%. I have to make sure that I can pay it at the end of the day. So the bank is actually doing us a favor by yes. saying, hey, we really want you to not default on your mortgage. We really don't want you to be homeless. We really mm -hmm. want you to keep the home for longer term. And this is why you see the prices going down as well. That's not the only factor, but the whole reason of, uh, you know, the whole, the whole mix of the mortgage rates going higher and the prices dropping Technically, you can buy more house for your money today because the prices have dropped, but you're paying more right now because the mortgage rates have gone up. Yeah. So I have a big question for you. Should you lock into a variable mortgage or should you lock into a fixed mortgage? Yeah, that's that's a question a lot of clients, a lot of people are wondering right now because you know the uh, and I I think not to sound cliche, but it would all depend on the client's individual situation, right? Right. If because they say the uh, Bank of Canada is going to increase, you know, the overnight lending rate again. There is one more meeting in December of this year there is a possibility that they can because the the more the intention of you know is to re reduce inflation to bring down inflation right right so if if a the main thing is the client's individual situation because the main thing in a fixed mortgage is if you break the mortgage is the penalty right right, right. and so if the it if the client's intention is, or if they, if they are going to be in the home or the property until the end of the term, at the renewal, they can move to another lender without a penalty at all, right? But if okay. they are in a fixed pen, if they are in a fixed rate mortgage and they break the re the mortgage for whatever reason and break it in terms of if they want to do a refinance and move to another lender if sure. they want if they get so those are the times when you know they have to pay back the mortgage basically right of course well and then so then that there is a penalty that have to that has to be paid right, right. and each yeah. lender has a different way of uh, calculating. calculating the penalty the timing is also important 
Whereas in a variable rate mortgage, what happens is it's a three month interest penalty, which is much, much lesser than a fixed penalty. Uh, uh, they call it an interest rate differential, uh, the, the penalty for a fixed rate mortgage. Right, right. right. So that okay. would, and then the other thing is can the client afford the changes in the payment? If well, the that's payment what I was going to ask you. The difference between a fixed rate and a variable rate, that's why people like a variable rate because it's much lower in general than a fixed rate. In general, so, yes. So what do you see is usually the difference between a fixed rate and a variable right now? Usually it is at least at least a 1% difference. Okay, which is not terrible. Yeah. But because the main thing that clients are concerned, I mean, like should should think about is are they going to pay back the mortgage? Well, it's right? all about math. And that's where Araceli comes in. Because yeah, exactly. when you say the 1% over five years extra versus the variable rate over the next five years, what does that look like? And then what happens if the rates go down and you're in a fixed rate, you're stuck yeah. with that fixed rate. Yes, and that is what as right, yeah. yeah, right now the rates are so high is like and the other alternative is based on where they are in their fixed or their mortgage right now. So can they lock in for say one year or a two-year term, a shorter term, right? So that that's another thing that they can think about yeah. is can they lock in for a for a shorter term? instead of yeah. locking in for a five-year fixed yeah. so you're in that high rate for the next five years can you lock in for a two-year term or a three-year yeah. term that's possible right? with some lenders that is, yeah yes. so one thing that i wanted to say here is that lavinia thank you so much for the explanation but for our viewers because we don't know when you're going to be watching this episode the change of rates happen at any point in time uh, we are doing this episode in 2022, and we have seen the lowest, lowest rates in the last few years. At the beginning of the year. At yeah. the beginning of the year, yeah. and even in 2020, 2021, all of those rates were very low. And now the interest rate is going up, and we don't know when that's going to end. But the point of this episode is to see that now when interests are higher usually the properties will be lower in price and if if the interests are lower the properties tend to be higher in price which obviously is going to compensate so the main point here i want to go back to is that you need to look at your current situation because if, if you need to buy something or sell something that is not going to change so you need to see and also you the little near future here in Canada, we have a three, four, five, I think up to 10 year um, close mortgage. Yeah, they have one to five and then a seven and a 10 year mortgage. Those are the most. Thank you. Uh, right. Yeah. We have uh, a term that we're going to keep the same interest for that period of time. In the States, it's a little bit different. Sometimes you can actually get a 30 year mortgage with the same rate. So it's a little bit different. But the point here is that you need to look at the a little bit, do a little bit of planning with your own life. Where is where you're going to be? Because if you have, let's say that you're, you know that you're relocating to a different area, 
maybe that is not a good time to do a closed mortgage. You may want to do a variable because that's what it's going to be. And the same, if you know that you're in for the long term, then you may want to lock it in for a period of time, maybe three to five years. So that is the whole point of these. I, I love the way that you put that together, um, Lavinia. And I just want to know if there is, do you have any other question, Colette, for Lavinia? Uh, I just, yeah, I just want to reiterate what Aristotle said about, you know, the difference between having a higher mortgage and having a lower price point when you buy. We still, I don't know if all of you agree, but we still think now and even next year would be a great time to buy when the prices are lower. If you can afford that mortgage monthly, know your numbers. That's yeah. ultimately the, the message I like to tell people. Yeah. As long as you're confident with your numbers, whether you lock it in or variable, but you have that, you know, you, you make sure you have that income that you can pay it off. And when we say a million dollar mortgage, it doesn't mean that it's a million dollar house. It means a million dollar mortgage. So this means that whatever you put down, you have to put down 20% as far as I know after a million. Um, yes. And then, yeah, and then you obviously have to qualify for a million dollar mortgage. So all these things, we just wanted to give you a rough idea on the numbers and how big things could change over the course of time that you own the house. We always want you to buy low, sell high, obviously. Sometimes it's not possible. But as long as you hold on to real estate, we believe, if I can speak for you, oh, ladies, yes. Yes. that real estate is still a good uh, purchase. It's still a good investment. Uh, you got to live somewhere. <laughs> and if you're really lucky to have it give you a little bit of income at the same time is fantastic. That's always a win. For sure. Yeah. And so, you see, one, like, one, of the things, one of the things that I was telling uh, Lavinia actually uh, earlier on is that when I bought my property, that was eight years ago, not too long ago, right? Right. They have, there's, there would not, there's no way that I could buy the same house today and make it work the same way. The same right. Lavinia, Lavinia, I think you bought something as well. Yeah, know, a while ago. we bought something about 20, uh, I think it was about 20 years ago. And that same property is around like four times, I think it was at that time, it was about 120 or something, the same property in the same, it was a condo in the same building. I looked up the prices yesterday, was it close to 700,000? Right, exactly. Right. Same thing and the rates me. were, were, were appro approximately the same that we are looking at now. Right. So, so that's the thing. When you look at history, so if, you always, if you're asking someone, should I buy now? Should I sell now? Yeah. The question is, have you looked at history? Have you looked historically in the area? Have you talked to anybody about what you think the growth could be? The GTA is fantastic. I know the prices are going to go low, lower. I, yeah. I don't know. I, let me look at my crystal ball. But I think the prices will still drop a little bit based, based on all the historical data that we have and we've looked at. But also I know based on historical data that the prices will come back up. There are over 400,000 new immigrants coming in to Canada yes. over the yes. next few years at least. So you yes. know people have to buy something or they need to live somewhere. somewhere. So yes. if you can afford to buy, get your feet wet, go slow, don't overextend yourself, buy something when you can, when you're comfortable financially that you know you can do it. But ultimately, same thing with me. I bought a property 
four years ago. I had to renegotiate my mortgage uh, two years ago, and I've still, I'm still comfortable. I can still afford it. I can still make sure that the properties are growing, and they will once I decide to sell, which I'm never going to sell. But let's just say I have to sell. Then I know I will make money. So we honestly think that real estate is always the way to go if you're smart about it and you make the right choices for your lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's all about planning, right? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Plan your finances, plan your lifestyle, plan to keep real estate as long as you can. That is the advice. So Lavinia, we really appreciate you coming here today for this. This is awesome. Thank you so much. And there is below, you can find all the information to get a hold of Lavinia if you have any further questions. Thank you, Colette. Thank you, Lavinia. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so Thanks much for having me. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.